Hey there everyone, I'm Asha Gullington and you're watching The Fifth Quarter. A little bit of a scare tonight as severe thunderstorms and tornado warnings were across the Metroplex, canceling some school and some games that we had on tap, but there was still basketball in tonight here on the fifth quarter. We're going to bring you some of that basketball action from around the DFW Metroplex. First up, we have Inside High School Sports Insider Ryan Harris on with us. Ryan, we have another week of basketball season. How? Let's talk about this week. What are some of the things that you've seen this week or what's some district races that you've that you've been watching? Well, I spent my week uh watching some games in District 5, 6A. Uh, I saw Dan Geyer. Geyer, of course, is led by Jacoby Coles. They've got some shooters. They've got a, a nice inside-out game. Uh, so I'm really interested to see those two play each other here uh, in a few weeks because Geyer is the the, the program, the powerhouse, the team we thought was uh, just, you know, that was going to win this district. But after watching Byron Nelson tonight, I'll tell you that They've got a really good shooter in Austin Garner who can knock down threes. You really can't play a 2-3 zone against them. Uh, and they've got two posts that are athletic. They clog the paint, and it makes it really hard uh, for offenses that don't shoot the three well to get up into the paint and score against those guys because they can block shots with really athletic dudes. So uh, I really like to District 5-6A, and then I'm looking at District, uh, I, I believe it's 4-6A with um, LD Bell in it. Um, you know, they're not a program that's typically uh, all that good, uh, but they, you know, they've, they're off to a 2 one start in the district, and they, uh, they've played really well so far. They were, of course, I, I think I mentioned it this week after uh, picking up a nice one tonight. So some of these, some of these, di or a lot of people look at, you know, the rankings for Texas, for Texas high school hoops, they look at, you know, this team's the best because they're ranked here. But when district starts, kind of everything flies out the window. And we're kind of, we're kind of starting to see that right now, aren't we? Yeah, we are. And it's just, I mean, that's the only thing with basketball. It's all very fluid, right? Because you're playing two games a week. Um, it's a little bit more common to have an off night for a team than it is maybe in football. You'll, you'll see a team go like Duncanville go 10 and 0 in football, but their basketball, even though they're one of the best teams in the state, they probably should have won. So uh, basketball is just a little bit different in that sense. And it, it makes it really interesting to follow because you just don't know what might happen uh, on a week to week basis. Most definitely. What have been some other district races since now that district's kicked off? What have been some other district races or some teams that you've seen that you've been a little bit surprised about? Well, I really love Louisville so far. They've got Keontae George. He just hit a thousand career points, and it only took him 41 games to get there. So if you haven't been out to Louisville yet to catch one of their games, I highly suggest doing so. Uh, so they're a team that I'm going to be keeping an eye on the rest of the way because they're. Uh, you know, they've played really well. They've got the star. They've got a player that can really take over a game and when he needs to. And so I think they could really go into deep playoff run. You know, some things fall into place. So as we're as we're as we're keeping as we're going through the season, as season's starting to get into the the biggest, most important piece, uh, what are some of the things that, you know, you've that or let's let me go back. What are some things that you've seen um, so far this season 
that you're kind that you're that you're really optimistic about as these teams go forward into district uh, optimistic in terms of just you know, how in, teams are playing as in yeah how teams are playing some teams that might have caught you a little bit off guard um just, just things along those lines as you were watching tournaments and got to see these teams in action yeah well i've I, you know i've mentioned Louisville and ld bell and those are certainly two teams that kind of caught me off guard but uh prospers and other one of those brand the team that normally has the stars and they're the team so we'll see what happens when those two meet up and play but uh prosper's off to a pretty good start so far this year as well uh and then i also want to talk about john paul uh the second the private school there you know they've been incredible this year they've just been routing teams they've been routing six a teams teams from out of state everybody they've played uh they've played all sorts of different types of competition and so they're going to be a team to watch uh, in the private school ranks. Of course, they're not uh, competing in UIL, but uh, if you know you can, if you keep an eye on private school hoops, they're going to be the team to beat this year. Most definitely. And one more thing that we'll talk about real quick: um, you might not have seen it, but another one of the girls' players has gone down with an ACL injury. Now that is Jordan Merritt. That um, there's several other girls that from DFW that are all starting or all spending the year with an ACL tear. Um, what do you think that does or what, what do you think that is, that is because I mean, I was talking about it with some other people and I find it interesting to talk to other people about this, but um, the fact that these kids are playing and putting their bodies on the line day in, day out, 365 days a year, 366 in 2020 because they're sleepier. Um, but does that, do you think that these kids are playing almost too much now for the fact that we've got so many girls out with ACL injuries? Yeah, well, that's something, I mean, I could go on for a long time about. It's a very different day and age now where AAU hoops is such a big part of players' recruitments, and that's how they get uh, national exposure. And so when you're playing year-round, you're playing in the summer, you're playing in the spring, and then you get into, uh, you know, school ball, um, it, it takes a toll on your body to have to play that much basketball over the course of a year. And it really is a shame because there's so much talent this year in DFW uh, on the girls' side. And, I mean, and there still is, you know, with even despite all the injuries that they seem to have. But uh, it really is a shame because it was something that I was really looking forward to seeing how it played out. And of course, you know, I'm still looking forward to that, but it's just not going to be quite the same because we're missing so but that's something where you know, and it's an issue on the girls' side playing this as much because they're all playing on this AAU circuit. They're traveling, training constantly for it, and they're you know they're having to take care of their bodies at such a young age, you know, in a way that athletes used to have to do. Uh, so it's I mean it's just hard. It's it's really hard. It's, it's unfortunate, but there's really nothing that I you know that I know they can really do to prevent that. So the and we don't have to get into this conversation, but the one thing that they did when I was growing up playing soccer was they told us not to play in high school. So I'm hoping that something like this this year doesn't deter student, doesn't deter athletes, um, like the top athletes in basketball and baseball and that kind of stuff, to not play high school sports um, because we here love watching them. Uh, any closing thoughts that you have, Ryan, uh, from this week of? Hoops action. I think I, I mean I really 
so far have covered everything that I wanted to talk about uh, just as, as far as some of those teams go, you know, have really been sort of a surprise this year. So I'm more than anything, I'm just looking forward to seeing how those games like LD Bell and, uh, and Louisville and uh, Byron Nelson, how their seasons play out, how some of these district races shape up. And I know that we'll have a little bit more to talk about as we get farther into district play. We're three games in now. I'm really looking forward to seeing a few weeks from now how some of these teams start shaping out. And, you know, once everybody's gone through that first cycle, Awesome, Ryan. Thank you so much for coming on with us. We will be right back with the fifth quarter. Don't forget to catch our extended coverage of the high school football season each week on the warm-up presented by your local North Texas Geico agents. We will get you ready for all the action this Thursday on all our social media outlets. Watch Inside High School Sports to catch this week's MVP brought to you by GiveMeTheVin.com. These MVP athletes make it look easy, just like GiveMeTheVin.com makes it easy to sell your car. And we're back with the fifth quarter, and earlier in the week we caught up with the Denton Geyer coaching staff to talk to them about their Wildcat squad. We want to talk about this program. It's obviously one of the tops in the state. You really, you got to, and I've been over there, I've been there in the summer, I see that you guys really promote it and encourage it right. in that area. You got many gyms. Great participation in the numbers. What's it like to be a part of that program? Uh, really, it's just, just special because I was there, and he and Coach Court was there too when when it wasn't like that. Uh, you know, before um, when we've always I think I've been there. I came on the second year the school opened, so we were always trying to build things and, and get there. But I think the players coming in has helped a ton, obviously. Uh, but being able to do those things we were doing along with the, the talent of the program has really just flourished. And we've always tried to build that family culture and um, wanting the gym to always be open. Uh, we always want you to have a spot where you can develop individually, personally, um, and then we'll also do our team stuff as well. But very, very blessed to be a part of that, our program and uh, be around the guys that we have in it. It's always been a football state, but quietly, it's a really good basketball state. It really Talk is. about... And a lot of those kids cross over, too. You've got some pretty good players that played football for you, and they also play basketball. Talk about the uh, uh, just kind of how it, it, it goes. A, I hate to say it, it goes a little bit under the radar sometimes as to how many good players we put out here. Uh, the basketball talent is, is phenomenal in Texas. Um, and like you said, quietly, it kind of is. But uh, just on kind of a little no other subject, you know, football and basketball-wise at Geyer couldn't be better. Um, our relationship, the football coach and ours, we both we want each other to win state, and it's you know it's not like that everywhere. Uh, so very very fortunate and uh, love that we work together so well and have a great friendship too. Um, along with that, I think you you're able to build multiple sports that are that are big, and I think in Texas now there's a ton of basketball programs that are get those are getting those talented kids um, that can build build championship programs and play, get invited to different things all over the country. Uh, to get to play in, so I think that's built it. Thank you so much to the Geyer Wildcat coaching staff for coming on with us here on the fifth quarter. When we come back, we'll have the Wizard on with us here on the fifth quarter to talk about what will be coming up on Wingstop Inside High School Sports. The Inside Story is driven by your North Texas Honda dealers. Right now, they can help you get great deals on award-winning Hondas. It's their job to be helpful, so stop by your local helpful Honda dealer today.
And we're back with the fifth quarter and we have my best friend, the wizard on with us to talk about what you'll be seeing on the show this weekend. Ward, what's going on in DFW basketball this week? How about that? Ashley's calling me Ward. I don't think she called me that in probably two years, but okay. I'll take it. It's okay. I just called uh, you the Wiz like two seconds ago. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, uh, not much going on on Friday night because of this crazy potential tornado, rainstorm type deal. Scared away a lot of uh, a lot of high schools, a lot of ISDs decided to cancel their games until tomorrow. Uh, I went up and check check out the Braswell girls again. They're they're ranked eighth in the state in five A. What impressed me about them today is they, their offensive game was off. The whole game, they could not buy a bucket, yet they still grinded it out and pulled out a win. And if you're going to be a team that makes it to deep into the playoffs, deep into February, maybe even into March, you're going to have to win some games when your offense isn't clicking. You're just going to have to grind. You're going to have to push. You're going to have to create turnovers. And that's exactly what they did against Denver. And they, they ended up pulling off the win by about 14 points. Um other things that impressed me this week, since we can't really talk a lot about Friday, on Tuesday night, let me give you a name to, to look out for in DFW. Colleyville Heritage, his name is Baylor Hebb. The guy's a trickster. The guy's a, a hooper. He tricks, and then let me tell you why he tricks you, because he does not have the build of a superstar athlete. He's a kind of a skinny kid, but he's got all the moves. he got the moves like Jagger. He'll, he'll take you to the hoop. He put up 31 against Grapevine this week, and, and each one of them was an ooh and ah type basket where he would go behind the back and make some sort of make a guy fall backwards. And he he's been doing that for a while, but he's been under the radar because Heritage, uh, you know, hasn't been one of the top teams. But they might be making some moves this week or this year actually. Awesome. Was what's coming up on the show on Sunday this week? Yeah, we got bumped by the old NFL playoffs, which I don't mind getting bumped by the NFL every once in a while. It's actually we're maybe the second time we got bumped this year. I can't even remember. But anyway, at noon on Sunday, we're gonna we actually, despite the rain, we filled out a show. We're gonna have a, a highlights from Grand Prairie and South Grand Prairie. Grand Prairie has kind of been uh, an afterthought in basketball over the years, but now they have uh, Baron Brown, who is a Lancaster led, legend back in the day. Anybody that's been here since the 80s knows who Baron Brown is. And he's their head coach now. He's turned them around up to the top of 7-6A. They take on South Grand Prairie tomorrow, who's a ranked team. And that should be one of the highlights of that game on for Sunday. We're also going to see some of St. Mark's, who's probably the best private school team around here, unless John Paul II has anything to say about that. They have uh, St. Mark's has three six foot seven guys in their starting lineup, which not a lot of not a lot of teams can say. So we'll have some highlights of their game. They played Faith Family this week. We're also going to have a look back at the 2002 uh, Lincoln Tigers, the mythical ch- national champions. They went 40 and 0. USA Today gave them the number one ranking. They had Chris Bosh. They had uh, a guy named Hopkins that was dunking all over the place. And you're going to see some sweet highlights from back in the day there. And an inside story that we really enjoyed doing this week. It's a kid by the name of Davion Taylor at Arlington Martin. Found out his grandmother had brain cancer, and he moved out of his house with his mom and moved in with his grandmother just so he, she could take, he could take care of her 
nonstop. He gets up at four in the morning whenever she's feeling sick. Uh, does whatever he needs to do with her, plus has a 3.4 grade point average, and it's a starting point guard at Martin. And if you get around him, he's got this infectious smile that will turn your day around in a heartbeat. So we're gonna have a, we'll show you that story and just tell you what's, how great a guy that guy is, plus our plays of the week. Oh, that made my heart so happy when you said that. That was so sweet, Wiz. Yeah, you got to see it. The kid is uh, the kid is something else, dude. That you watch this story, you can't help but be in a good mood for the rest of the day. Well, I'm definitely gonna have to watch it now. So everyone, Sunday at noon. Do you have anything else you'd like to add, Wiz? Uh, I miss seeing my girl Ashley. That's my thing. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us here on the fifth quarter, and I'll see you later. Wingstop Inside High School Sports will be on at a different time this week, Sunday at noon on NBC5. So remember, set your DVR Sunday at noon, NBC5. Thank you so much for watching the fifth quarter. We'll see you next.